Good morning and welcome to our first Tahoe Talk edition of February. It's Mike Perrin and Rob Galloway with the Tahoe Daily Tribute and Sierra Sun. And hey, Rob, you want to talk about GameStop? Yeah. <laughs> I've, heard GameStop about, I've heard enough about GameStop. <laughs> That's about all we're going to talk about GameStop. <laughs> None of that. Uh, no extreme crowds or lift lines. No vaccine chat here. Maybe you got a little bit locally, but on the national front, boy, have they been pounding that just dead. So yeah. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to Tahoe Talk, brought to you by Lake Tahoe Ale Works, home of the self-serve beer wall, two locations, one at Nevada in State Line, tucked in between the casinos, and one at the Y in South Lake Tahoe on the California side. Check them out, LakeTahoeAleWorks.com. So, oh, man, it, you know, we started off funny. I'm going to keep it going funny. We're going <laughs> with six more weeks of winter. Thanks to our rodent meteorologist, <laughs> Punk Satani Phil. He saw his shadow in Pennsylvania this morning. And isn't it just hilarious that we still celebrate this rodent as a tradition that started back in 1887? That's crazy. It, that's pretty wild. And, and then it took on a whole new persona as an adjective back in 1993, thanks to Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, the movie, and the adjective now meaning something that's happening over and over again. It's sort of, <laughs> I wonder if it's a tradition for people to watch Groundhog Day. On ground, on ground? I don't know. Gotta be doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I did. I did see a, a post from from Howie Nave this morning that said, "With COVID, every day is Groundhog Day." That kind of made me chuckle a little bit. That it did for me as <laughs> well. And, and we were talking during the setup here. It's sort of ass backwards in the yeah. theory, if you if you think about it. I I never. I always forget, and I always like. Okay, so he sees his shadow. What does that mean? Because if he if it's sunny out and he sees his shadow, he gets scared. And then he goes back in, and he and it's more winter. Where you think if it was gloomy out it'd be um you wouldn't be able to see a shadow because of cloud cover right and um you would think that that has more winter but it's the other way around and i always get confused i, I only remember one day a year and i guess that's why i always get confused <laughs> so six more weeks of winter says the <laughs> rodent meteorologist <laughs> all right and changing gears here uh, over in russia the anti-corruption foundation leader alex Naval. Navalny <laughs> released a video which uncovers Vladimir Putin's $1.3 billion, 190,000 square foot palace, which includes a seaport, a vineyard, a church, a casino, underground hockey rink, and even toilet brushes that cost $850 <laughs> each. Get out of town, Putin. Oh. That, uh, so the, <laughs> the video's in all Russian, of course, but they've got captions. I watched some of it, and this is an estate to the max. I, I mean, they're saying clearly it's the, it's the most uh, highly valued estate in the world at $1.3 billion, and it, it just spans this entire stretch of uh, coast in Russia. So Jeez. check it out if you just want to see some of the photos. Uh, I mean, it's all drone stuff, and they, you know, they fly over. And I'm just surprised that that even they even can let that happen How, in a you, place like Russia, right? Yeah, like drones. Like you think they'd have secure airspace? Well, it's got a name. I mean, I I don't know if you can utter the words Russia anti-corruption in the same sentence, but I mean, I guess there's a foundation. It just seems awkward. <laughs> yeah, and he is now in prison, and the you know the whole country is in protest right now. So check it out online if you want to find out more about that. That is pretty crazy. And other astounding money news: Lionel Messi's leaked contract was pub published by a Spanish paper in El Mundo, 
and it's pretty wild. The deal, the deal of the soccer star signed with FC Barcelona back in 2017 works out to $674 million over four years. So this is the last year on the contract. It is the officially now that it's been leaked, the largest in world history, $3.7 million per match, per soccer match. Rob, those matches are 90 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) You do the math on on that hourly rate. That is crazy. $3.7 million per match for a total of $674 million. Pretty wild there. So. Yeah, I mean, I think F1 race cars and, and, you know, European soccer just put NFL and baseball contracts to shame. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that international level. All right. So I didn't put this one on our notes, Rob, for our script here, but I'm going to I'm going to give you a little puzzle. Uh, Six people were arrested in L.A. after replacing the W and the D with a B on the iconic Hollywood sign. Can you solve that puzzle? They re- so they replaced two letters with the B? The W and the D with the letter B. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think it's funny. Yeah, Holly boob. <laughs> Six people were arrested for trespassing, not vandalizing, because they didn't vandalize the sign. They just put uh, a big vinyl banner over them, which are huge letters once you get up to them. So they're like straight rock climbing on this and really steep terrain where that Hollywood sign is there. But um, yeah, they said it was to raise uh, awareness for breast cancer. So I don't know if that, you know, if they got the go ahead from the breast cancer foundation or that was just their, their fallback and, and, you know, Hey, now it is raising awareness. So Hollywood, Holly boob sign is already fixed back to Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then we've got United Airlines yesterday warning, uh, basically just throwing it out there to 14,000 employees that they could be furloughed once payroll support from the government expires April 1st. So uh, that, that second round of funding is uh, expiring in March 31st. And this is a huge indicator for travel trends. So a couple more big companies coming out this morning, sort of saying the same thing, like, hey, it still wasn't enough, which is crazy to think about how much money we've thrown at this you know, pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's just still not cutting it for these. But uh, it really is people, you know, are really scrambling saying, man, this is going to be uh, a big indicator for international and uh, local travel trends, but pilots are exempt from this, they said. So yeah. <laughs> good good time to be a pilot, I guess. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then on the flip side of that coin, not laying people off, Target has announced it will give all of its hourly employees a $500 bonus as a thank you for their effort amid COVID. So I thought I'd just throw that in there. Pretty sweet that, you know, yeah, yeah. Good on them. Uh, We've heard of companies doing this off and on throughout the pandemic, but just a blanket 500 bucks for every hourly employee. That's going to be awesome. Especially if you just started there or something, you know, or you're working skeleton shifts like 10 hours a week or something. I'm sure they got to have like some, some rules, right? If Threshold. You there, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe a tiered bonus. I don't know. Uh, all right. And then, you know me, Rob, I am a mac and cheese connoisseur, <laughs> but cool. boy, oh boy, this one is interesting. Kraft <laughs> is introducing their pink mac and cheese for Valentine's Day. Gross. There will only be a thousand boxes available and you have to register online to order them. But here's the kicker. 
it's actually candy flavored. Gross. I mean, I could get down some any colored mac and cheese as long as it tastes like mac and cheese. But pink? Really? <laughs> I make it green, make it brown. I don't care, but pink candy flavored mac and cheese no thank you i'll pass on that hard pass (laughs) yeah and then my last one here keeping it with some food new york city restaurants within the city specifically to be clear uh, can open for indoor dining at 25 percent capacity so sort of the uh, the nevada approach here in tahoe uh, on valentine's day as long as current covid trends continue of course so that was announced uh, yesterday by governor andrew cuomo and restaurant workers are still not eligible for vaccines in their you know localized system there so many of the restaurant industry folks are expressing concerns of safety and whether it's even worth it which has been the case for quite some time right you know at 25 percent you're in new york city the real estate is at its prime right you're not going to have a huge restaurant so is it even worth it uh it's it's quite the uh Quite the conundrum, conundrum right yeah. now, yeah, <laughs> in New York City. So that's what I've got on your regional and global news. I'm going to send it over your way, Rob. Take it away. Well, I do got a little a little historical fact for you today, Mike. On the same day, so February 2nd in 1847, uh, the first member of the Donner Party died. So a little little bit of local history on on this day. Not uh, not the greatest part of history i should say at least for the region but uh one that uh is uh infamous i guess you can call it yeah yeah i'd say infamous for sure what year was that you said it was 1847 can you imagine that wow yeah and if you've not read if you've not read or not brushed up on the it's it's a pretty it's a wild story um just everything that happened i mean most people understand that uh you know cannibalism was involved yeah but that's you know a a small chunk of what actually happened it's it's just somewhat of an incredible story if you're Mm -hmm. looking to read something um so i'll 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 brush it uh, well i don't know if this is uh, cannibalism i guess we're rolling right into something that's (laughs) kind of similar but but if you were one of those folks that uh saw the popular eagles and ag tour get canceled last week um we still have not seen a date for rescheduling um this is just the bus tour the dinner and the reception still went on last Last week, but uh, the snow looked to be too much to bear as the the bus tours were canceled due to the weather that we had last week. Uh, and for those of you that are just wondering what the heck this event is, um, Mike, do you want to tell them? Because it's kind of disgusting. And if you're eating right now, or you're you know late <laughs> or mid morning breakfast, or whenever your lunch, you're checking this out. You might want to pause or put yeah. the food down because it's a Ear- earmuffs, earmuffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so the Eagles make their way from the Alaskan Gulf uh, down north. They head south and uh, one of their main nutritional stops is down in the Genoa Carson Minden Valley areas to feed on the birth uh, or the placentas from the birth of cows uh, so you can imagine that is rich in nutrition. So, I mean, yeah. that's really why you see a lot of them down there. Uh, not sure how long it dates back to, uh, but they found a nice little treat on their journey. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it is. Basically you walk around and you see, eagles i mean some of them are chowing on placentas some of them might just be hanging out who knows yeah so on these clear days coming up with the weather you know keep your eyes up january and february is some of the best time to spot eagles in lake tahoe and the valleys for sure for sure uh and today on the agenda for south lake tahoe city council is going to be a discussion around a a 
a pretty touchy subject, uh, at least over the past few years, which is the Loop Road, or a the AKA is the Highway 50 project. Uh, the city council, they're going to be discussing a possible alternative to routing the highway through Rocky the Rocky Point neighborhood, which is, um, that's somewhat of the plan right now. Uh, but anytime you're talking Loop Road, it's bound to be diverse. So we'll see how this all shakes out. Uh, they're also going to be discussing postponement of events until April 20th, um, which it's just a bummer because um, I really want events back, Mike. I know you do too. Uh, and when I look back at 2020, I realized it was the first year in the last 27 years that I didn't attend a live concert. So I'm hoping I get to at least squeeze one in this year. Yeah, we don't want that. That's not a good tradition to uphold. No, no. <laughs> uh, and uh, other news, at least kind of staying on the event front, I saw this. Uh, it's not local, but I did see this this morning. Uh, Great America, they pegged May 22nd as their reopening date, uh, making it the first amusement park to announce a 2021 open date. So the county uh, that they're in, I think they're in uh, Santa Clara County, they need to be in the yellow tier to be able to open up at 25% capacity. So fingers crossed that happens, but uh, we'll wait and see. They sure are hedging their bets, huh? On that yellow they tier. Are I mean that's that's <laughs> yeah. kind of cutting it close too. Um, mm -hmm. I mean just you know from what we know and what we you know what we've what we see at least on the on the horizon. But in uh, other news, and and just like he did for Roy, Nevada Governor Sisolak is lowering flags at half mast today for Siegfried, uh, who died last month. And Mike, we talked about this way back in the pod when it happened, and I don't want to sound insensitive, but I, I just, I don't know where you draw the line for this. I mean, do you, do, do Penn Teller, do they get the same treatment? Does Celine Dion get the same treatment? I just think there's a line when it comes to something like this and, and lowering that flag at half mass. And I'm just not the biggest fan of doing this for the entertainer. I mean, we did the, one of their, their famed tigers died in 214. We didn't do it for the tiger. And you could probably argue that he was more of the show than either Siegfried or Roy, but I don't know. It's only it was a show for 13 years in Vegas or their big show was 13 years, the one they were most famous for. And I just I know they were cool in Vegas, but wasn't really the rest of Nevada. So why are you lowering flags all around Nevada? Right. You could just leave it at butt and let people <laughs> sort of go. Hmm. I'm going to do some research, see if it's more of like an executive order thing or if somebody lobbied for it. I'm going to dig into that a little bit. That's interesting. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Sisolax, uh, you know, spent most of his time in Vegas. Uh, and I think it's just his decision. I think I don't I, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, but uh, I've done enough research on it. I'll just get upset again if I go down that road. <laughs> but um, so. On the weather front, which typically we always uh, end talking about the weather, uh, the storm that was supposed to hit us earlier yesterday actually has decided to take its sweet ass time and not quite be as powerful as it was originally predicted. Um, it's still predicting to be, I mean, th this will probably change a little bit. They're saying maybe a drop a foot or so at the higher elevations. Um, it's still slow in getting there. I mean, you said, uh, I mean, there's a little bit on the on the west shore um, as far as cloud cover goes right now, but it's not really pumped um, to anywhere else. Um, but the storms last week, though, they were a doozy. We gained about 30% of the snowpack, uh, although it's we're still below normal for this time of year. So hopefully that snow keeps coming. Although if we look at the forecast ahead, I don't see anything on the horizon as far as weather for the next few days. I don't know if you've seen anything. Yeah. High pressure building back in should be those sunny California days. So the groomers are going to be a, you know, just a skier and riders delight this weekend. So I expect it to be very busy once would, again. Yeah. A lot like last weekend, I would, I would assume. Yeah. Was yep. packed and, to the gills. Yeah, they did release the numbers. They gave it a B minus for that that snow survey yesterday at Mount Rose Summit. We're at seventy seven percent 
uh, it's better than where we were after that atmospheric river pretty wild yeah but i mean it's better than where we were when before that thing came in no doubt no doubt (laughs) (laughs) all right rob always a pleasure you've been listening to tahoe talk Uh, before we sign off big shout out to Jamie Anderson winning two oh, yeah. gold medals at X Games at 30 years of age. The, her first gold medal, little fact for you, was back at 16 years of age, 14 years ago, and she won a gold medal with her sister, Joni, as well. The only siblings to win a gold medal together. So did she, she tied cool. a record, didn't she? She sure did, yeah, yeah with Sean White. Uh, so yeah, that's saying something right there. It is, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, everybody, be safe out there. Stay dry and enjoy the great weather this weekend. We'll catch you next week with another edition of Tahoe Talk. See you all.